I can see, you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff Coat and Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> It feels so good when I say the words, see, see, season three. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the third season premiere of Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast. I am Clay Cunningham, joined as always by Adam Kurtz. We are back from what was supposed to be, I don't know, a two, three month sabbatical that lasted eight months because... Well, sometimes life just sucks ass, and uh, we had some delays, but um, you know what? We appreciate everybody waiting patiently for us to be back, and here we are. I, as again, I'm Clay. This is Adam. Adam, say hello to the folks who haven't been able to hear your angelic voice for some time. Well, we appreciate them waiting, and I tell you, you know, when you dive into Beavis and Butthead, you start doing research, you just lose track of time. And, you know, yes. we did eight months of research just for this episode. Yeah, it's, we, so. you know, we would never want to release a subpar product. But, um, well, it's time to, well, you know, before we get, I, before we get it, I think it should point out, um, you know, we had some, you know, I won't go into the details, just certain things kind of happened. But I will say, like, even if everything had been perfect, the last time we recorded Adam, Norm MacDonald was still alive, and now he's not. So that's a, yeah, that's a bummer. Man. I know that's a, that, that we'll, we'll just say that was the sad thing that happened. But you know, as, as Norm once said, enough with this grimness. What do you say? We, we put the delay behind us and we just get into what's going to be the best damn third season of any podcast ever. Go forth oh. and spout things. Oh. <laughs> okay. Here's where that eight months of research is going to pay off. Now we, um, I don't know if we've gotten into this too much um, in the podcast, but Adam, we've known each other for a long time, and a moniker we always gave ourselves in high school was the hardest working slackers alive. That was um, just, which was code for like every two or three months, maybe we'd put in effort or something, but normally it'd just be like, eh, you'd realize you couldn't do it in like 30 seconds and be like, fuck this. I, I yeah. <laughs> But solid C students. Yes, absolutely. I believe, yeah, both in the bottom third, but hey, both got accepted to college. So let that tell you about the American education. I will. System. I think I finished one spot ahead of you. Yeah, it's, so. it's still the bane of my existence. But I bring all that up because the connecting theme we have today is uh, it's episodes where Beavis and Butthead try to do something and immediately give up it was um i don't know how much you saw of yourself in these two episodes adam but you know what we'll we'll get into that now we're talking yeah we're doing it through the episodes take a lap and garage band well the preamble is done let's start talking about beavis and butthead once again take a lap aired on may 28th 1997 it was the 18th episode of season seven it was written by christopher brown mike judge and Bo weinberg it was directed by judge and yvette kaplan the synopsis after seeing an infomercial with a bodybuilder beavis and butthead attempt to get into muscle man shape themselves adam your thoughts on take a lap I couldn't remember seeing this episode ever, and I wish I had. It was I enjoyed it. Um, I had 
enjoy that I immediately recognize the guy as Tony Little, um, which I don't know. He's the creator of the Gazelle mm-hmm. um, and various other garbage at home. I shouldn't say garbage. I'm sure a lot of people use them and get a lot out of it, but like the way he looked was modeled exactly after Tony Little, and I believe his name was Peter Small. It was Peter Small, yes. <laughs> um, I enjoy the overall Rex Kwan Do type vibes, though. Mm-hmm. Of like, there's a this is the exact scene in Napoleon Dynamite. At least the initial start of this episode, as you you know, you want to aspire to be more athletically or self-defense or in beavis and butthead's case they want to have cool butts (laughs) (laughs) um so of course they call when they see the tony little infomercial where he's just screaming at them about the chicks he has and i love the various pictures of himself he has in the background um of course they don't have any money so they try to create uh their own mega bulk uh shake mix if you will by going to stewart's and completely trashing i feel like this isn't the first time in the podcast episodes where we they've been trashing stewart's oh, house god I, looking I, for food i mean this is our what 21st episode there's no way we haven't stumbled across that was a very common one guy <laughs> like before like I, I before we get into that scene i just would point out you know we've you know going back to the, the peter small character um We've given uh, Christopher Brown, obviously, a lot of love on the show because, I mean, hell, he writes damn near every episode. But um, that was him voicing this character, and he's he's great in it. I mean, just and just immediately, I mean, like, like he just I – mean, and he's been, like, background guys. I think we talked about, like, he was the – like, one of the interrogation cops in Murder Site. I don't remember us talking about him having, like, a prominent role. And I just, like, immediately, he's just, like, screaming – like, there's the line, um, your pathetic butt is sagging, like, talking. And then we get the shot, almost a Ren and Stimpy detailed shot of him with his ass near the camera, just, check out these cheeks! Like, it's it's a really great performance from a guy who I don't think has, like, ever been, like, a prominent voice actor. He's great. You always wonder if, like, the episode was spurred by seeing an infomercial or a guy being like, hey, I... I do a half decent Tony Little here. Can I? Do you mind if I take the reins it, and voice? It. It's 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 by far the best uh, vocal performance I can remember from him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's solid and it had to be fun because it just t- yeah. small Peter Small screaming yeah. <laughs> about how how you need to follow him and bulk up. Um, so Beavis and Butthead they go over to Stewart's. They make their own mega bulk mix. They of course trash every place. When they toast the extremely grotesque shakes, <laughs> Butthead says, here's to our butts. Mm-hmm. And Beavis, of course, uh, and to our wieners. I got a chuckle out of that. Of course, they leave Stuart hanging, too, as soon as his mom gets home. And uh, they go back to the house, and they are watching the uh, Peter Small video. And their stature made the episode for me when... They cut to them, and Butthead is just, like, slouched over mid-back, and Beavis is kind of doing the almost a dance it with is, his legs. Yeah, it's his dance, his little <laughs> kick, like, arm punch, arm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's really funny. Uh, they, of course, immediately quit, uh, which I'm surprised that the Butthead suggests running. And then they, they, go, out to, they go out to take a lap, and, uh, again, they're... 
their movements are we've talked about this just how great how cartoony they are and how funny it is in a I, I don't know how to describe it outside of they just have unhuman like movements in a world where everyone else has pretty consistent human movements yeah. and their running style fits that perfectly. It, it's barely even a walk. It's just like a jerky thing. Like they're just kind of like, like, like they're inching their body forward. Like they just have the vaguest idea of what a run is supposed to look like. And it, yeah, it, it's, it's really funny. And it, it, it's hard. Yeah. And it's hard to describe because it is completely unnatural looking. Where it comes and hits a little too close to home is they get immediately hit in the gut by the shake they had earlier, and they both have to run back and try to use the facilities first because they both got to go number two pretty badly. Um, what I enjoyed, <laughs> so the Butthead is in the toilet, and like Beavis is kind of half commentating yeah. what's going on in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so stupid. Yeah. But when they get back to the TV, there's a news story on about Peter Small had died yeah. from muscle failure to the bung yeah. hole. The, the lower bung hole, which was the newsman. <laughs> uh, that uh, just tossed in there kind of at the end. I really kind of didn't see Peter Small dying in the episode, but no. he did. It almost feels like it would have been morbidly funny to actually see the death i'm not saying that they should have but like i mean that, that, that there could have been something fun to just kind of see that um kind of backtracking um yeah to to go back to the yeah what happens like with the mega bolt uh yeah they well i love that they make it in a blender and they don't even put the lid on it but um i i kept track uh yeah the ingredients this was their uh their bulk up uh product it consisted of molasses I would say somewhere either four or five eggs, shells included, salt, two scoops of vanilla ice cream, a full can of beans, a full can of salsa, and a dabbing of flour. Now, and I'm going to back to like, you know, last, I think one of our previous seasons, we told like a certain amount of people, like if you send like this particular message, I'll do. So I don't even remember. Oh, I was going to. If we got 15 people sending a certain message, I was going to shave my head like the lead singer of Prodigy. I said, if we get 15 people to do it, I'll do it. We got one. So I definitely shot too far. But it, I'll, I'll, so here, I don't know if you want to take part in this either, Adam. So I'll, like, I was going to cut it in half, which would be seven and a half. So I'll go eight. If eight people contact us with the message, here's to our butts, I will try this concoction. Well, I am absolutely not taking part of that. Okay. Well, yeah, we, we don't ever, we don't discuss this stuff uh, pre-show. You, you will video this though, I, right? I absolutely, you have my word. You'll, we, you'll get all our contact information later. I, I, I am 100% willing. Oh God. I mean, I, I, I got to buy a blender, I guess, which is, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think you could hand mix it. I don't think a blender is necessary oh, okay. here. I'll. Oh, I'll help you concoct this, man. Uh, it would be okay. Uh, you know me and food in general, yes. so. Uh. Um, but yes, it kind of. Well, first I wanted to point it out. Like after Butthead takes a drink of it, like his eyes roll, and there's this weird sound. Like it, I, I don't know if it was supposed to be like a fart or just like you just like like it was like a like 
what was that? You know what? I missed that. I'm gonna have to go back and yeah, his like look at his that. eyes like spur like I think it was some kind of gas gaseous release. But uh, and I I do like um, yeah I, I love this episode too. But I you know I you gotta wear your critic hat sometime because you mentioned how it hits a little close to home when they get the diarrhea far like far from home and they gotta go back um, to to rectify rectumfy. Huh? Oh yeah. yeah. But like they. Well, this time they actually know how to run. They go to like a dead sprint back to your house. And I'm sorry, when it hits like that, you are not dead sprinting. I I can recall two instances in my life where like I've had to like I can't even bend my knees cuz like every muscle's got to be going to that uh the the lower bung hole, if you will, to keep it like I'm telling, like, wasn't there like a, a CKY video where a guy took laxatives and dead sprinted? Like that's that's what would have happened. So you know, and it, you know, they sh- I've, I think I can back up your research there. Um, eight months with um, uh, I won't name him because I think he'd be instre- extremely embarrassed. But uh, I'd say an acquaintance of yours and a friend of mine who was a prominent runner, seized up one time, such as you're saying, and it hit him uh, so much for he had to just kind of uh, walk on his heels to an elevator where I don't think he was able to keep it in. Oh, God. It's, oh we're getting so inside joke territory because I, I know who it I'm is. I'm sorry. But, no, but, it's, it's but I'm saying he was a prominent runner, and you know he would have known how to run, yeah. and it seized him up. So your critique yeah. is spot on. That's the research we did. That's hard hitting. I, That's eight months yeah, worth of problem. Yeah, and well, to not be too critical, I will say, like, when Butthead turns is a very, I didn't even know, I watched this yesterday, like, just to, like, kind of, like, because I wrote my script a while ago, but just to kind of freshen, like, in Butthead turns, you see, like, the Butthead eye bulge that you normally see when there's, like, a <laughs> naked chick or something. It's just, like, instantaneous. <laughs> Like that, they got right because that's sort of. It always reminds me of the great Dumb and Dumber scene with Jeff Daniels driving, and then his whole face <laughs> drops. That's uh. So so they got that right, but man, that's yeah. I'm sorry, Mike Judge and crew. They're not dead sprinting in that situation. Uh, so I, and not to cut your cut your uh thing off, but uh, I. The way the TV announcer pronounced bunghole. Bunghole. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. I just, again, I imagine the behind the scenes of just really laughing at that. Yeah. And how many different ways can we say it? How can I put a little English or a little stank on this phrase? Yeah. Oh, that got yeah. me. And also, I don't think we mentioned the squat, 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 circles with your hands. That's more, more great work. That was when they're doing the, the workout and Butthead was trying to do arm curls and Beavis. Oh, that jerky little dance is always welcome when Beavis does it. But what he thinks, Absolutely. like, as a workout routine, just, oh, yeah, this, this, this episode's a lot of fun. My, my criticism of their, you know, the whole running while diarrhea thing aside, yeah, this, this episode's a blast. And just, I, I really like, too, that we get to, because, yeah, we always mention his name, and I think it's kind of implied how much we respect Christopher Brown, but to actually get to see him take part in that role, is it's really great. Absolutely. Um, uh, I had the number 555-BULK, too. Yes. I really want a phone number that has 
uh, something you can spell out, but uh, yeah. big kick out of all the details. In this yeah, video. absolutely. Um, only one video this time around. Um, it was a scat man, ski bop bop dot bop by Scatman John. And um, this one uh, previously appeared in our season one discussion of the episode No Service. And Adam, you... I don't know if you were lobbying to be a Scatman John biographer. I remember you gave a truly detailed breakdown of this video and the man's career. So I, I don't know if there's anything else to say. Do you have anything else to say? No, I was going to go circle back to what we've said about this video earlier, which, uh, yeah, we did go into depth about Scatman John. A lot more famous than you'd think he would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go back and listen to that episode. This is a, a repeat for us here, but, uh, Great song, and featured in Basketball, I honestly think, is the first place that I truly remember it. So, um, yeah, uh, go back. Well, whatever, what'd you say, season, that was, uh, season that was one? Our season one discussion of No Service, yes, I okay. believe. I don't remember what episode. That, you know, that specific information escaped our, our arduous two-thirds of a year research process. But, you know, well, you can't be perfect. But, um, I think that's all we got to say on a very good episode uh, for No Service, unless, Adam, you have more that you want to throw at the people. Oh, eight months of me is just waiting to burst out, man, but let's move okay. on to the second well, episode. Well, we're going to take our little break, and we're going to discuss another fun episode when we get back. Garage Band. We're back. We're bad. We're Buff Coat and Beaver. That's a, Sorry, that's a very deep full house cut. That's, you know, the less said the better. So, you know, let, let's have Adam start talking now. Hey, we're talking about GarageBand here on the second half of the season three opener. And according to IMDb, Clay, this was the Seventh season, episode 25, and I love this synopsis. Beavis and Butthead decide to start a band. Christopher Brown wrote it, and uh, Mike Judge directed it. Clayton, your thoughts on GarageBand? Uh, I think the thing that really leapt out to me initially is that um, we really get to see like the true consequences that come from trusting Beavis and Butthead to do anything like one, one person doesn't know better. And then, but there's also one person who literally should know better than anybody on the face of the earth. Uh, just what happens when you give these guys an opportunity to do something. But, um, but anyway, like, yeah, it starts, you know, they're watching like an MTV news interview with a rock star, very slash like looking rock star who kind of mentions how, he doesn't like the music so much as he does just, you know, that he got to hang out with naked chicks and that it all started with him just, uh, you know, playing in a, in a garage. And it occurs to the boys that, you know, well, they even have a discussion like Butthead start, says we need to start a band and Beavis kind of get like, uh, you say this all the time, Butthead, then we never do. So then I, they seem to just be just decide, oh, well, let's just hang out in a garage and um for some, like I know for a fact they have a garage. We've seen it, but instead of just going there, like they go to Van Driesen's house. They don't knock on the door. They don't do it. Like it literally just shows to them, like 
I think Butthead was trying to open it and Beavis was just kicking it. Or it might have, I might have had it reversed, but they're just like, just really trying to break in. And to where Van Driesen comes out, it's like, hey, 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 what is all they're like? And then gets oddly excited to see them when they tell them he wants to start a band. And, you know, the educator in uh, David Van Driesen kind of comes out. He's like, okay, I'll get you some, I'm going to grab an acoustic guitar show you some chords, and uh, he strums a little bit. I love the instant disgust they have at just any acoustic music. And then he points out to them um, that, you know, being in a band takes work. And, like, when they do, like, it starts, they just have their standard, like, you know, stupid Beavis and Butthead face. And as soon as he said it start wor- says hard work, you can see their faces just drop. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to do that. But uh, anyway, um, he... Um, he gives them a guitar, says, practice what I showed you, and then he leaves them alone, which leads to my favorite part, probably my favorite part in the episode. Um, I got the clip here. I, I, some of it I think might be lost with it just being audio, but um, just, uh, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead left to their own devices to learn how to play guitar. Come on, dumbass, play it. Hey, check this out. <laughs> First of all, yeah, I, I just love this. I'm him just like jumping across to smash the guitar to pieces. And just that nice little, fa- like, after Butthead says you're on our way, Beavis makes a point to like stomp the neck off. Like, it was still kind of attached to the body with the string. He stomps it off and, for good measure, chucks it behind his back right through the glass door <laughs> in Mr. Van Driesen's garage. Just, I mean. I mean, I, I couldn't believe he left him unattended. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, you know, you get that it's in Van Driesen's character to want to like teach, but God, I mean, it's hard to feel. It's this is one of those instances where it's definitely hard to feel sorry for him because I mean, he knows them, but but uh, you know, and then we get to like our second guy, who trusts like you know they they ended up I don't know I guess presumably just randomly walking to a hotel that's booking live bands. And uh, they meet the sweet, this kind of like sweet, naive old man who's just looking, just just talking about, yeah, I don't, he even says, I don't know much about this, which is confirmed by the fact that they tell him they're in a band called Metallica, which is, uh, as as I'm sure many of others know, a, a, a fairly popular rock and roll band, particularly in the 90s. Um, but this guy has apparently never heard of them. Um, he books them as Metallica featuring Beavis and Nuthead, <laughs> like that's how. It, but um, so they get their gig. They're walking home. They have. Uh, well, well, well. It starts. Uh, they have. It almost feels like a meta argument where they're trying to debate, like between uh, should we be known as Beavis and Butthead or Butthead and Beavis? We don't get that kind of talk very often on the show, Adam. I just your your thoughts on the on the meta textuality not often seen in Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, where he, uh, they said, uh, "Butthead says Beavis and Butthead sounds stupid." <laughs> it's, yeah. I had the same exact thoughts as you, and then 
you know, yeah, you can play back into that's maybe probably why some bands have broken up, though, like whose name's on the marquee first, and uh, they followed all the steps, and yeah, that's where it broke down. But yeah, they did have a kind of an uh, they're in on the joke type conversation. Yeah, and it's um, it kind of it, natural Beavis and Butthead fan, they decide, oh, well, we can't work together anymore. Like this band's stupid, but and then of course they go right back and start hanging out on their house on their couch because you know they have nowhere else to go, and um, and they, it just ends with them back watching a news report. Basically, I think it was a news report. Well, it does either way. Yeah, they put the marquee that Metallica was playing at the motel, so naturally a huge crowd came together and rioted when Metallica didn't show up, and just oh they took it out on that old man. It just oh. You, you, you kind of feel bad for like that. That's one of those rare instances that you do feel bad for that guy because he didn't know any better. But, but but the logo on the hotel on the motel marquee though had Metallica's signature long uh, M and stuff <laughs> on it, it the M and the A. It <laughs> so. doesn't make any sense, but uh, yeah. but this kind of like something like this made me think of. I would say someone who's really kind of taken the mantle of stupid comedy and run with it in current day, Adam, you know this, is is Eric Andre, who I love. I'm a huge Eric Andre fan. And I remember, I couldn't find it this time around, but I remember, like, because he used to attend uh, the Berkeley School of Music, which is like, I think, like the the granddaddy the prestigious, of music. Yeah. yes. And I remember an interview one time, I, he said, like, he used to pull pranks where he, like, would somehow get in touch with these venues and tell people that, like, Beyonce was coming to campus and then just watch as people got pissed off because she didn't show up. <laughs> like, I wish I could have found it, but, um, yeah, that, that was kind of a, a, a guy who I think has said, yeah, kind of built on the stupid brilliant comedy legacy of Beavis and Butthead. I don't know that he was necessarily inspired by this episode, but it's it, it's a thought that I had. I'm taking that as Eric Andre straight ripped off of Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Headlines made here. Okay, well, yeah, you know Buckland what? Like if we're, yeah, let, let's start a feud, because his fan base isn't rabid at all. So yeah, I think we could definitely handle the 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 ire of them uh coming down on us so yeah that's a fun episode i guess i'll uh, i'll kick it over to you and your thoughts adam yeah you hit a lot of the hallmarks for me there i just uh, <laughs> i love the slash character at the end though just confirming of like yeah, I don't miss the money and the fame, but man, I miss hanging out with the naked chicks. Yeah. <laughs> and then Beavis does recollect at a time when their band did the same thing, but they didn't at all. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Van Driesen. Uh, Van Driesen uh, definitely didn't. He deserved the guitar to get broken. I'm victim shaming here. Um but I, I was thrown off by Beavis's foreshadowing of the entire thing and then it kind yeah. of coming through. But I'll give the Beavis and Butthead credit for following the steps that they at least thought it took. <laughs> yeah. you know, they, went, they, they went to the garage, then they went out and found the gig, and then they broke up as most bands do. So, I mean, it was very succinct, but they followed the band guidelines. Though they didn't get the checks as usual. No, but uh, I I liked that, that they 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 really did make a point to punish Van Driesen. I think like the the 
the icing on the cake to me, I've, I've always makes makes me enjoy that scene more. Is just him throwing the neck through the window. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't like, hit anything else in the no, garage. No, just like it. a perfect like missile shot. But um, yes, that's is that that is our recollection of Garage Band. Once again, another instance where we only have one video, so you know it's a late episode. Uh, this one first appeared in the season five episode Held Back. It was uh, Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Adam. Your thoughts? You know, Clay, I, I'm taking a stand here. Okay. I know, I know Soundgarden was big in the 90s. A lot of people love Chris Cornell's voice of a generation. I don't like this song. I don't like the video. I, I'm boycotting watching it. I started and I'm just like, it's too. I don't like it. I don't like the song. The video kind of freaks me out. I, I said no. I had it on and I shut it off. Well, I'm forced to ask then how much of your like extensive research was spent uh, finding the address of Chris Cornell's grave so you could just piss on it. Uh, you know, R.I.P. But that song sucks. Uh, okay. Maybe it was overplayed, and I don't know. There's something about it I don't like. I, I think it's an unfair assessment. It's like, I actually like, I had a soft spot for Soundgarden. This wasn't my favorite song. I don't think the song sucks, but I, you know, I, I can watch the video. So I guess that's a difference. But I like, like Beavis even said that this video, uh, quote, scared the bejesus out of me. And that's kind of something that, uh, yeah, I can kind of relate to. Because it is, yeah, if you remember, it's just a lot of, I don't know how to describe it. It's like just... I think people with big eyes yeah, and, and like melting Barbies. Yeah, and... it's 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 a trip for sure. Uh, one thing that kind of jumped out to me though, like um, they called back um, to the video uh, "Hobo Hump and Slowbo Babe" by Whale. Now I'm gonna say, if you tell me, if you say that this song sucks, you and I are gonna tangle because that's a. Uh, I don't know if I've heard. Well, it. it's oh well. <laughs> That's homework for me. Yes, it is. Now, eight months. Eight months from now, I'll give you my thoughts. Okay, okay. but uh, <laughs> uh, they, this is actually a callback to the episode Island, um, where they watch uh, the video for Hobo Hump and Slowbo Babe, um, and Beavis expresses a great love uh, for whale singer uh, Sierra Berg, and he points out in this video, "Oh, I think that's her." That's that's my out of nowhere Beavis impression. I'm sure it's a, a killer, and. The girl in question does look an awful lot like her. I did this was I did some research and the most I could get was somebody asking on a Reddit on a Reddit thread if that was in fact Sierra Berg and um no one answered. So it's uh <laughs> the mystery remains, but um but yeah that's a, unsolved mystery. Yes. Rest in peace, Robert Pack. Yeah, yeah. Robert Stack? Robert Stack. Robert Pack oh, was in the NBA. Yeah. God. And behind the head. Yes. Well, that's uh but yes, it was Robert Stack who had a guest spot in the aforementioned basketball. So it all comes circling back. Yeah, and then do America. Yes, he was. That's uh that's a great voice, by the way. That's uh yes, that's a, one of the best. Yes, you that's you could if you have that voice, I mean you, you can I feel like you can write your own ticket, right? <laughs> yes. But um all right, uh Adam. This is the part. If people remember, people who don't remember, we usually pick our favorite episode. Now we're going to do that. Adam, take a lap or garage band. What's the best of the two? 
take a lap all day. I enjoyed the Tony Little. I enjoyed Peter Small. I enjoyed his death, as harsh as that sounds, and the physical uh, appearance of them trying to exercise put everything over the top. Take a lap, it is. Okay, well, my criticism of the the diarrhea, the running with massive diarrhea notwithstanding, yes, I'm going to go take a lap, too. I like GarageBand, uh, but take a lap is more consistent and it's more memorable, uh, driven heavily by us, you know, what became a one-off character because of his... Uh, his unfortunate <laughs> heart failure brought by stress to them. Uh, I, I don't even know how that works, but, um, but, um, yeah, but yeah, that's, um, yeah, we're, we're in agreement. Take a lap is the best episode of the two. Hooray. Uh, how do you feel, Clay? Episode one back, you back in the saddle? Uh, I feel like you're just get, like, getting on a bike. I, I think so. It's, uh, I, I always hear back. I always listen back and, you know, like the, hear what words I used wrong, how many times I said, huh, and all that, and think, man, why would anybody listen to that? But, you know, I, but you're your own, you're your own harshest critic, right? That's, that's the way it should be. So as long, don't get too hard on yourself because you've got the best looking cheeks I've seen since Peter Small. (laughs) That's, I can tell you that's un, that's patently false, but you know what? I'll, I'll take any compliment I get, but as always, and, and again, uh, well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do the contact now. As always, you can uh, contact us via email at buffcoatandbeaverpod at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at buffcoatandbeaverpod and at, on Twitter at Butthole and Joe. And to reaffirm, reaffirm what I said, if eight people send us the phrase, um, oh, what was it? Oh, here's to your butt. Yeah, here's to your butt. Here's to our butt. Here's yeah. Here's to your to, here's to our butts. If I get eight of those, we will find a way to show you me drinking that just nasty concoction. And um, I, you know, it, I mean, if, if if demand insists that they should, I show the post aftermath diarrhea, maybe. But uh, we'll we'll. <laughs> God. Oh, only if there truly is demand. I mean, we don't want to. I mean. Yeah, we don't need to be, like, if we get into video, it doesn't need to be all that scatological, but, um... Wrap it up. Okay, yeah, okay, well, this, I actually think this will be something I listen to, like, yeah, you know what, I nailed it, that was, that was good stuff, um, but, um, but yeah, thanks as always for, you know, everybody for holding out, um, we're glad to be back, and, um, hopefully the show is tolerable, at least, and, um... We're going to keep rocking and roll. Oh, next time. Forgot. Uh, uh, join us next like Our next episode. Um, you know, we haven't delved too much into the early episodes because I've always said I like the later ones better. And I think we get a good combination. Like, we get to do a good compare and contrast next week with two kind of, like, connected episodes. We're going to be talking about the early episode Friday night and then the later episode another Friday night, which is... Uh, well, we'll we'll bring those that goodness to you next week. But from now on, from now, this is Clay Cunningham, Adam Kurtz. You can't see us, but we're saluting, signing off. That's enough rambling. Is there any way in the contract that you can put in 
that um, I'm sad.